New Amsterdam Radio is, of course, brought to you in part by NewAmsterdam.com, home of the Notebook One. Whether you use it as a dream journal or a way to get things done, the Notebook One is a reimagined notebook with creative people in mind, supreme construction, excellent durability. You can get yours with this promo code RADIO, R-A-D-I-O, RADIO, at NewAmsterdam.com. Welcome, citizen. On this edition of New Amsterdam Radio, we're talking about the middle. What is it, and what does it have to do with your creative work? Let's go. Crass, crude, um, primitive. These are all things that are used to describe something that's in the lowbrow. You know, New Amsterdam Radio is all about taking a look of creative people and their projects and how they come together to make things great. But there's one thing that, uh, or one concept that's usually tossed around when we come across art that we find are a little bit beneath us, maybe a little bit vulgar. And by vulgar, I mean that in the classical sense, right? Uh, it's lowbrow. We say things are lowbrow. They are the low-hanging fruit. If you're a comedian, it's usually like the bathroom humor. If you're uh, an abstract artist, it's the throwing splatters of paint on the white canvas and calling it a day. A lot of times people look at that and it's easily dismissive. It's considered uh, a little bit beneath the audience, right? Lowbrow. Which to me is interesting because on the other side of the spectrum... There's something called highbrow. Usually things that are seen as a bit too inaccessible for the common person. Um, maybe it gets derisively called highfalutin, hoity-toity, and things of that nature. Those are the, the kinds of art that approaches the avant-garde, which is a good thing in most cases, but for some audiences it may seem a bit out of reach. Uh, some examples of that, I, I can imagine when I was a kid, um, and I loved cartoons, and the cartoons that had uh, the, the slapstick violence and the anvils were great, but the animated series you will find on public uh, television that discuss more about scientific approaches were a bit highbrow for me. Now, the reason why I'm bringing that up is that because these terms do have finite definitions, but we tend to uh, ascribe our own working definitions to these concepts. Obviously, Bill Nye the Science Guy, for example, isn't avant-garde or isn't highbrow, but when you're six years old and you're not in the mood to learn about science, it might as well be in a foreign language, right? (laughs) So we're talking about creatives and what we do to create things and how we make things happen. Now... I personally have experience in comedy and in writing, so those were usually my examples come back into focus, right? Um, Even in in entertainment production, right? Masterpiece theater isn't the same as the real Housewives of Orange County, though it can be theater in its own right, right? But what about the middle? What about the, the area in between those two extremes? Those are the ones you don't hear about, but... In my estimation, in my opinion, in my purview, or my perspective, I feel like that middle brow is the sweet spot. Really, it's that kind of affordable luxury, that accessible, um, higher 
perspective of any kind of art, right? So what I mean by that is this. Let's take television, for example. We can put on TV right now. We can see a reality show, just like I just mentioned before. Um, We can say it's not real. It's scripted, and, and it definitely brings out the words of human interaction and emotions. And I can, uh, the same token, give you a television documentary that talks about a concept that is so out of reach for the attendant audience that it may not be accessible at all. But what about television shows like The Walking Dead or House of Cards? I'm going to use House of Cards as a perfect example because here is a dramatic narrative story that takes place in the White House, and especially the first season, season and a half, uh, had more of about the inner workings of American politics, which kind of lends itself to the higher brow side of things, because the Irish person doesn't think about policies and, and pushing through education bills and crime bills or anything like that. But also, the characters on that show are very sensationalized, and drama sometimes can be boiled down to a difference of a single point of philosophy. That kind of lends to the lower brow sort of things. But the combination that, that would in, in sense, gives the audience an on-ramp to something that can be even more higher brow puts it firmly in the middle. And that tends to be the kind of entertainment, the kind of creation that has legs. And by legs, I mean that tends to permeate our culture. We try to challenge the, the audience, but not to the point of it being off-putting. Uh, the Walking Dead's example I mentioned before, very, very similar. You have zombies, the zombie show, but then there's themes of like humanity and what it means to survive. Um, there are comedians out there that would do a stand-up set about uh, uh, bathroom humor, as I mentioned before, which would be lowbrow. And there are comics that go on stage and talk about the inner workings of our geopolitical climate. Um, one of my favorite albums of all time, I'm talking about comedy, uh, occurred a couple of years ago by the comic Jim Gaffigan. It was Beyond the Pale was the name of the album. And essentially, and this is something he's known for since that album, um, it was an entire comedy exercise about food. His love of food, the size of food and packages, how we eat food, when we eat food, where we eat food with people. And it was lowbrow because food is essential for everyday living. We don't think much of it. But then it had elements of the higher class and higher brow because it was such a drill-down thesis on one subject. But the subject was something that was so almost commodity-based, it kind of put it in the middle. Now, what does that mean for creative people, right? Does that mean you have to ascribe to be in the middle? What if... You're, in your opinion, everyone should know about a particular concept or about the mating habits of the platypus, <laughs> to give you an extreme example. And you're going to drill it down and make it as textbook factual as it is, as highbrow as it is. Is it wrong? Should you have to dumb down your work for it to be accessible by people? The short answer is no. Um, if, you're the, if you're in the pure creative mode, then it shouldn't matter what the audience is going to perceive. It should be what you want to create. The problem with that is is that for those of us in the arts where there is a commercial element, where there's a hint of commerce, meaning um, I'm not just painting because I feel the art to paint. What if I have a patron 
that's asking for a certain commission. Or, yes, I do comedy, but I'm not doing comedy for my friends. Let's say I'm trying to win a comedy competition. These are things we have to think about, about building on-ramps to concepts that may be outside our audience's normal, everyday thought. In a lot of ways, you are a champion of that. You are like the the culture guard of whatever concept you're trying to get to get through. And if whether or not it is in bite-sized pieces, whether or not you're offering them in larger chunks, um, that can be a bit of a creative endeavor in itself. Uh, when I write a joke about something I know people won't get, and let's use something that's away from politics, right? Let's say I want to do uh, a joke about superheroes. If I walk in there and be like, oh, you know how Aztec uh, came out in the late 80s, early 90s, and he had this whole thing being the, the last man of the, uh, the historical figure but brought up to a brand new audience? Yeah, there's, there's some people that would get that. But for a lot of us who are, who are even casually familiar with superheroes, Aztec is not one that will be on top of mind. In fact, when I wrote my first superhero comic book, Silver Streak, even though I thought he had more elements of Mr. Terrific, when I was pitching it to other people, I would say, well, it's kind of like Iron Man meets Static Shock, which were way more popular superheroes at that time. And pitching that, that, that superhero really was an exercise of boiling down what the art I was presenting, what creation I was presenting, in a way people could understand. If they're willing to go on that on-ramp, they're willing to, to, to come along and suspend their disbelief and their expectations, then they're more susceptible to, to understanding and being along the journey of whatever it is that you create. Okay, so the middle brow, right? We, thought, we talk about uh, middle brow in journalism. Uh, Vice Media is a perfect example of that. Uh, they're not sensational. They're not TMZ but they're not necessarily at this level like PBS or the BBC, right? They are a, an alternative news source that really does fact check uh, their journalistic projects, but they do it in such a way that it does seem like, uh, and I mean this in the most respectful way, almost taboo. Like the things they cover, the subjects they cover are very like, oh my gosh, have you heard about this? That is approaching the middle, the middle brow. It's not necessarily... You should have, this should not really inform you uh, for wherever it is that you create, but something to consider if you decide to have your work show with an attended audience. You want to give yourself a fighting chance to have other people to understand your process and your process within your creative endeavor. Whether or not you paint, sculpt, uh, competitive cup stacker, <laughs> athletes in some way too. I mean, there are there is playing the game in basketball. You guess the goal in basketball is to put the ball in the hoop. But the creative part of that is coming up with strategies to give yourself an increased chance to score. Right to give yourself opportunities, whether you're dribbling, whether it's your passing game, whether it's your drawing the defense out, whether it's your speed. Uh, Use the tools you have at hand to give your chance yourself a higher chance of scoring. That's kind of the creative part of it, right? In sports, they say things like playmaker, um, but definitely the, there's elements here that do cross between athletics and people who create, right? Search for the middle. The middle can be your friend. The middle does not mean boring. It does not mean average. It does not mean being different for different sake, but it definitely says, hey, is there a way where I can clearly get my ideals across 
Or, hey, even though this may, on the surface, may seem crude, does this creative endeavor also have some sort of emotional gravitas, some sort of uh, thematic weight as well? That does it for this edition of New Amsterdam Radio. NewAmsterdam.com is a website. Get your hands on a sleek notebook one. Follow me, Flobo Boys, over at flobito.com. That's F-L-O-B-I-T-O.com. And social media links are there. Be my friend. Stalk me. Follow me. Ask me questions. And who knows, it might be uh, addressed on on future edition of this show. Until next time, I want to say catch you later. And of course, this city's yours.